0: really i think you just have to be on top of your schedule yeah and like you said like scheduling time for yourself and for other people or like other things outside of your hustles and your work
1: Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to another episode of The Gals Guide. We are a dating and lifestyle
0: podcast. I'm Hannah. I'm the musician that has about 50 tabs open currently in her brain.
1: And I'm Emily. I'm the filmmaker who's still alive but barely breathing. Welcome (laughs) Welcome to to our our podcast. podcast. (laughs) We are doing this via Zoom this week because it is Hell Week for both of us like let's be completely real and honest with you guys we are stressed out to the max hence the still alive i barely breathing comment the 50 tabs (laughs) being open there's
0: just a lot going on in my brain it is what it is
1: we're recording this on a thursday night it's literally i have like a day before production starts for my film all we were and i do not go into indie filmmaking unless you love filmmaking like that's I just got to be completely real with you and on it's like every kind of roadblock we could hit we've hit we've had like a last minute like location change we've had like people trying to get their COVID test into us like last minute everything like that unnecessary money being spent the last minute that I didn't know I was gonna have to spend maxing out a credit card like it is not glamorous whatsoever it is the most stressful thing in the entire world and I'm just Trying to remind myself that, like, once I get a set, it's going to be better. Like, I'll be happy. I'll be in the moment. But right now, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the universe is testing me. They they really are right now. Yes, I cannot imagine
0: all of the behind the scenes like i've kind of been there because you've shown me like some some of the things you've had to do and i'm just like how do you even know what you're doing because i'm like (laughs) what is what is this what is actually happening
1: i don't like that was the thing that like yesterday um my cinematographer was like yeah we need like 10 terabytes of like external hard drive storage and i was like I'm going to need you to sit down and write me an MLA formatted essay with your sources cited on why you need a 10 terabyte external hard drive. Like I need sources. I need double space, 12 point times new Roman font explanation as to why I got to pay $300 for you to have external hard drive, and I was just like, this boy's going to kill me. This boy is going to actually kill me. And he, he we with, we had to have a location change at the last minute for technical reasons. um, And just location owners are not, you know, people always think, like, you always think like people would want to have their business or their place like in a film. Like it's cool. And then they don't realize how many people are on a film set and they're like oh my god and overwhelmed by it and everything um so we had have a lot less minute location change and my cinematographer hadn't seen uh the location yet and he just saw pictures and was like that's tiniest shit um and i was like you're gonna have to make it work buddy we're making it work <laughs> i'm the director i'm the boss i get the final say and this was like on an all crew like Google Hangout meeting where I'm like, oh, half these people have never met me, and they're about to see my type A, my my type eight Leo ass come out right now. Yes. And I was just like, no, like just straight up, like I got an attitude. And I was like, you know what? I'm I'm you you got me to my point point. And my producer Epiphany, who you guys have heard on the podcast before, she did the Enneagram episode with us. She was just like,
0: yes yes thank you <laughs> thank you because if you weren't gonna say it i was gonna say i guarantee you that's what she was thinking in her brain exactly. she's like if emily doesn't if emily doesn't shoot this down
1: i am so <laughs> yeah so yeah wow. um very exciting she it, she was so adorable because like there was just certain things that i was doing for the film that i should not as a director been doing like that's someone else's job to do and she's like why are you doing that and i was like oh because like you know like blah blah blah. she's like i no 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 no, no. I, I get why we're doing it why are you doing that like that's not your job like that's someone else's job why are they not doing that instead like i you don't need any more shit you don't have to you don't need to do anything else like you got enough going on for you i'm trying to make your job easier why so therefore why is this person not doing it and i was just like calling them out i was just like i don't know but here we are
0: (laughs) here we are (laughs) still alive but barely breathing (laughs) how's your life going on like you know truly chaotic right now i'm packing all of my things to move i move saturday um <laughs> so that's really last minute and crazy and exciting and exhilarating um you so, got yeah
1: music coming you got some music coming to you I'm on the twenty seventh. get yeah i'm
0: supposed to get my final demo of my single next week um and i'm having a photo shoot with Chelsea Clayton, who we've also had on the podcast, um, next Friday. So I am incredibly stoked because then the month of February can actually start promoting on the Instagram that I've posted nothing on. So (laughs) at her name's hand, please go follow because we're close to 150 with no post subtle flex. (laughs) (laughs) She flips the hair. Literally. I just want
1: 10 K so that I can do a swipe up. That's all I want. Honestly, I feel that. So if y'all can get
0: me to 10 K, let me know.
1: Yeah. And nice. I just released um another like teaser trailer on TikTok of my film to Set to Taylor Swift's the one. Um it's so really that's great. iconic. I really recommend watching that. Um my mom loved to point out today how stressed out I was because she could see the blue vein beside my right eye more noticeably now. She was like, What is that on your face? I was like, It's my blue vein, I'm fully aware of it. You can see. she's like, But I've never noticed that before. I was like, Yeah, it only comes out when I'm severely stressed. Like <laughs> it's she only was when like, it's highlighted. Oh, I was like, so thank you. Thank you for pointing that out. I really appreciate it. Thought I got my period two weeks early. That's how stressed out I've been. Ooh. That I did That
0: it. is a telling sign of, of the ultimate, like, stress level, though.
1: Like, I was so irritated. And I'm just... Everybody, I'm getting every test this week. And it's just, like, of course my film starts on, like, Mercury retrograde weekend. The highlight of this entire production which is, is that- so gold it is literally so, gold okay so we were originally supposed to shoot this film in december right we were supposed to shoot it the weekend of the 14th of december but we had to change it just because we didn't have enough funds and just like some certain conflicts and i wasn't getting like i didn't feel like i had enough time so i was like let's push it back a month i did not realize we pushed the film back like the day we start production is the doctor's birthday i'm deceased. who the film is about literally
0: deceased when she told me that i was like
1: "Uh, uh, like i straight up i'm i'm started straight up cackling like i was telling my mom about the film and everything like that that production i was like january 23rd oh my god that is the doctor's birthday (laughs) like it it was like it was fate well he like
0: is supportive of the film now so he's the biggest fan like
1: oh my god Uh, happy birthday (laughs) fucking aquarius season man but yeah it is uh that it made my day it made my day truly finding that out um so (sighs) speaking of days made you want to know what's made my day i feel like i know what's made
0: your day (laughs) because it's also been making my day (laughs) all of the Bernie memes (laughs) i am utterly obsessed oh my so like if y'all have you have seen it you've seen it at this it. point literally it. everyone everyone <laughs> and their mother has come together to support uh these bernie memes that are all and over the internet and they bernie are
1: sanders gold. sitting at the inauguration like in his like rain jacket <laughs> with like his mittens and like his penny loafers like in the manila envelope literally like a mask and like just like, like, like he
0: would rather be Anywhere, anywhere else, else.
1: <laughs> like my favorite tweet i saw was bernie looks like he is uh dressed up to go to the inauguration like it's on his to-do list like it's not his whole day like it's just something he's got to check off his list and still like he's got other shit still he gotta do it's uh, like part
0: i saw one it was like 10 30 drop off dry cleaning 11 joe's thing two o'clock <laughs> swing by the post office <laughs> oh there's one there's one where um there's this rock that everyone hikes to at the college that I went to it's called Rough Ridge, and it's like the iconic rock it looks like you're hanging off over this like huge mm. cliff and they put Bernie up there and I was like
1: yeah go out my favorite <laughs> one my favorite one was um him on the cover of J. Cole's album they're so great they're so <laughs> That's great my favorite one they are oh so God. good oh, I love it it's just been it's been the highlight the highlight of today I needed I needed a new meme and that did it for me honestly yeah yeah Everyone's creative. That's all I got to say. Yeah. So. Ugh. But that, and then The Bachelor has been going on. The Bachelor Um, was a whirlwind. Oh my God. Like, what are your, what are your thoughts? Like, straight up. Straight up thoughts. Um, Straight up.
0: I'll keep it, I'll keep it brief. Um, The fact that I was agreeing with Victoria (laughs) says something.
1: For real. I love Katie though. I love Katie Katie so much. Who would have thought Kay the girl great. with the dildo would have had a heart of gold.
0: Like the way she handled things with Sarah interrupting her was like, it was funny. But then when she went and talked to her afterwards, it was like, hey, like figure out your stuff. Don't take up my time. But she was like very mature about it. Yeah.
1: Really appreciated that. And then when she found out while well, like Sarah was leaving and everything like that, and how she addressed the group, I thought was very mature as well mm-hmm. too. Yeah. So I really respected her and I liked her attitude yeah. about the whole thing. I was very annoyed with Matthew. I don't know how I feel about him. He's kind of boring.
0: What is his zodiac? Oh my god! Look I need up to look the zodiac. That up. Can anyone else? Uh, can anyone else back me up on how he kisses? I would just like to say. Okay, I haven't really analyzed his so, mouth. <laughs> so if you haven't, watch next time. Just watch. It kind of looks a like he's a like fucking face. Literally, he's like a, a Sagittarius. I don't know. I don't know anything about that. That's sign. a
1: fire sign. That's our sister sign. Mm, I'm not getting fire for him from him. They usually have like commitment issues. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mm-hmm. don't know, man. It's uh, I'm here for the girls' yeah. drama. Honestly, I know you're here for the girls. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, they, they they I do love the I do love the drama. I usually like the men's drama because I think it's just extra petty to see um, grown men fight like high school girls. Um, that is but, very funny. <laughs> but I do think that this season's very interesting. Um, I'm is. here for it though. I'm yeah. entertained. I'm um,
0: very entertained. I really I think my top girls are Abigail, Rachel, MJ, Katie. I really liked Serena. That was her name, right? The one that went sure. on the solo date sure pretty sure it was serena
1: I, right now it's just katie for me like i don't Am really I have it i can't anyone? i can't narrow down any other top runners that i have going on for me those it's are the really... those are
0: the ones that i like personality wise
1: gotcha i think Gotcha. Gotcha. i feel
0: like mm-hmm. there's probably some more but i don't really know them all yet mm-hmm. nor do i know anything about matt
1: we're gonna try and get someone from the bachelor on this podcast i yes. think that's one of our goals for this year that um, would be so fun let us know who you would love to hear we would love to get matt james i think they
0: have that the, would be awesome yeah, I feel like, like as the season goes on, we'll get to know him more. I think he was just really wrapped up in Sarah, and I think now that she's gone, and hopefully stays gone, he will be come out of a shell a little bit more. Absolutely, so absolutely, I'm excited to see what happens.
1: But so,
0: captive- what's your captivation? Mean oh, this I was going to ask you first because I haven't even <laughs> thought about
1: it. It's that time of year that uh, I've been working very hard to lose weight, keep it off, kind of thing, stay fit, and everything. And now this time of year when the fucking Girl Scouts come back out. Ooh. and i just i'm just like i they they i swear to I as a former girl scout myself they girl scouts it. and gals girl scouts and Girl scouts it's completely different okay i just want to make that very clear um <laughs> girl scouts they are freaking predators okay they yeah, will they hunt you down and they watch you they're like and then like they have adorable cookies and, like, I don't like children, but it's something about their fucking voice. They're, like, the sirens and the odyssey that lure the men into, like, shipwreckage and everything like yes, that. Yes, yes. That's exactly what they do as they sit outside the grocery store. Mm-hmm. And so, inevitably, I bought, like, a whole box. Um, okay, Not, wait, like, not a singular box. Like, a box. Like, a, bo- like a cardboard box. Oh, you... Oh. <laughs> oh wait, you...
0: What kind of cookie we flavors? Got some, we we got some Mints. of course. You we got Mints.
1: We got some Samoa's. You like the Samoa's? I don't, okay. but people okay. in my household okay. do. I I am the odd one who likes the s'mores.
0: <laughs> okay, please tell me you got some peanut butter patties. Those are my favorite ones. I
1: think we did. I think I think so. You and think? Then, um I don't recall that I wasn't the only one there at the transaction. Do you not eat the peppermint? No. I mean, peppermint, what? Peanut no. butter? No I, no, I don't. No, I do not eat the peanut Are butter. Are you one. just yeah. a Thin Mint and s'mores and s- girl? I'm not even really a Thin Mint person, like unless there's ice cream. So really just the s'mores? Yeah. You're really, you're <laughs> really going to be that girl. Okay, I like the shortbread ones too. Okay, okay, interesting. Learning things okay, about like you they, that I didn't know. My favorite one when I was a Girl Scout was the Thanks a Lot, um, and they uh, <laughs> the discontinued those. What the heck is it that? was the shortbread. Co- so it was the oh. the one that had like, the tray the in it with the three girls. It was so it was a shortbread cookie that was um, dipped in uh, milk chocolate. Mm-hmm. I loved that okay. one, and it said like thank you in different languages on it loved that one yeah and then they discontinued that one and so the s'mores is my next best one okay. um it does okay. not taste like I, a
0: s'more i'm not gonna knock it until i try it because i do love s'mores and i love it chocolate it basically tastes like a
1: like a milk chocolate um like a graham cracker dipped in milk chocolate okay that sounds good so um there, there's supposed to be a marshmallow fluff in there but um it must be very thin uh probably if like it's it like would, cookie form i feel like it would be good as a s'more. Like on like you put like a marshmallow between them, I feel like it would yeah. be really good Yeah, That's you should try
0: yeah. that. That
1: sounds yeah. good. But like, yeah, it's like a graham cracker, which I love graham crackers. I love like cinnamon um, like the teddy bear, uh the the teddy bear cookies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Have you ever had the chocolate teddy bears? Yes, I like I've the had chocolate
0: teddy grams. yes.
1: Yes oh I've had all of them. But like the cinnamon, the honey, chocolate chip, all of them, love them. Um so mm. I'm a fan of the s'mores ones personally. Nice. Whoever likes the lemon ones, fuck off.
0: Yeah that's like, something's
1: wrong with you fuck off
0: that's like <laughs> asking uh, i don't even know that just sounds gross
1: what is your favorite flavor oh you said the peanut butter patties mm-hmm, peanut butter patties mm-hmm. i trying to look at what all the flavors are yeah the, the lemon ups and the lemonades fuck off like no um the yeah the lemon samoa's ups. Are, i don't fucking know <laughs> there's like i don't know that's disgusting the shortbread trifles are like you know just traditional like um ones like that the samoa's are like the caramel delight ones i'll probably the tagalongs that's the one you like i know them by their names the tagalongs They're that's called the peanut butter, peanut butter
0: patties. patties but
1: they were formerly called tagalongs never heard of them i was a fucking girl scout i wasn't <laughs> i was the I top to be,
0: I, w- I wasn't because i wanted to be a boy scout and they wouldn't let me so i refused okay, to be a girl scout did you
1: like the t- did you like the tagalongs or the do does? the do does or the peanut butter sandwiches i only
0: know them as peanut butter patties Okay, I don't so you know. b- They have a
1: chocolate layer to them, correct? They're like a,
0: they're like, cr- they're like thick. They're in the red box. Yeah, they're the red These, ones.
1: Yeah, those are tag-alongs.
0: <laughs> I will argue this to the end of the time.
1: <laughs> the
0: end of time, peanut butter patties.
1: Who was the top seller in their troop? Who was the top Not seller me, in their troop? I didn't join because it I wanted me? to be a boy scout. I got a bronze award. You know what? You know what? Getting the gold award in Girl Scouts is a bigger deal than getting your Eagle Scout award in the Boy Scouts. It's a lot harder to do. You got a lot more shit to do, too. Nice. Facts. Well, I so, mean, kind fuck of. fuck off, Eagle Scouts. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get my gold award because um, the girl who was uh, the troop leader's uh, daughter was a bitch, and so that's why I quit Girl Scouts. Um she was a bully to me so i said fuck her and i left otherwise i would have stayed in because if i had gotten the gold award i would have gotten um a scholarship but i got my bronze award so that's pretty good though
0: yeah okay
1: i've thought about my captivation i now
0: have okay. it i am currently obsessed with the bridgerton musical oh that my god is happening on the TikTok, abigail barlow and emily bear our creative geniuses. I have literally been singing, but I burn for you all day. I even, at one point, there was no one in the office, so then I pulled up her TikTok instrumental and sang along to it. I am obsessed, and I have need you seen it the, to happen.
1: Have you seen the Ratatouille musical? No. <laughs> no, Ratatouille, I'm so, oh, friendly. no. Mm-mm. I don't really like
0: rats. <laughs> So I'm going to go with, it's a no from me. Bring
1: me the Ratatouille. Um, Is that on TikTok? Yeah, Gen Z wrote a whole ass Broadway musical to Ratatouille. They made a fucking Playbill, which looks phenomenal, like the Playbill program. And then Playbill itself put it on their Instagram. Well, I will just have
0: to say that Barlow and Bear... That's what they're going by now on their website. Oh my God, I love that
1: though. (laughs) Um,
0: They have gotten some like huge people to repost. Like I actually could genuinely see this becoming something like people are choreographing to it. Like it is insane. The music that they have come up with is insane. Emily Bear on the piano is insane. I don't know how many more times I can actually say insane. However, obsessed, been stuck in my head i'm obsessed and i really hope it happens because i will would pay good money to see it okay so a little bit of housekeeping really fast before we get into today's episode make sure you're following us on our social media at the gals guide pod and my personal is at hannah
1: nicole adams and mine is at emily Elisa. Is a-l-e-e-c-e yeah. make
0: sure you are in what am i trying to say Make sure you are following us on Facebook, and also you can become a part of our secret Facebook group, The Gal Scouts. A lot of fun things are happening over there. We do a lot yes. of polls. We make a lot of posts about life questions. It's a really good time, so make sure it's that you are joined there. Follow us on TikTok.
1: I don't remember my TikTok. It's fun. But follow And us. then subscribe, rate, and review. Yes. Alrighty. So today's episode... We are talking about how do you manage having a work-life balance so therefore you do not have burnout? It's a huge question that I think a lot of people in their millennial 20s um, kind of struggle with because I think when you graduate from college um, or high school, wherever you went, you're so ingrained over the course of your lifetime to be on this set schedule and to have all these things that you're doing and then you get onto the real world and you don't really have that anymore. You don't have nights that you're like studying for an exam. You don't have nights that you're trying to stay up doing homework and you really lose that sense of identity and uh, schedule. And I think a lot of people struggle with that. And like, you don't really know how to set like a work life balance, especially if you're a creative and you have your own business, like, when do you stop? And then, importantly, how do you stop at a reasonable time so you don't burn out of the thing that you love doing if the, if you're doing that? um, For example, it's so easy, I think, with creatives to burn out on their love. And, I mean, like, even, like, my part-time job that I've had before, like, I loved what I was doing in it. And towards the end, I was like, I don't love it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Because like, you know, things change, you just do it so much to where, you know, it's you can easily like they always say like I think, Oh, if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. No, it's still work. Like it's always gonna be work. I um it's never gonna feel like work if you stop working. Um that's what will not feel like work. Yeah. That was <laughs> kind like
0: relaxation question mark.
1: Play, yeah. I don't dream mark? of working. Um, but I do not yeah. dream of labor. Exactly. That's what I think about that TikTok. <laughs> Exactly, but yeah, like I think, like when you do what you love every single day, like you can easily run into burnout. Uh, and I would love to like just talk for us first start off talking about like how do we manage having a work life balance, especially with our current life situation. Me making a film, you make an album, us both having daytime jobs, and this podcast, and it's yeah, very easy for you, us. To when
0: <laughs> you like keep listening, it I'm like, holy cow, that's a lot. We both have day jobs. We both yeah. have day
1: jobs, yeah, we both are doing creative things on the side. um we, we both like, to have
0: friends that we like try to somehow engage with. you have a boyfriend, have a boyfriend. I'm, I'm entertaining boys <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, work life balance has always been a bit of a struggle for me, but like I think what's helped me the most is like having a set plan every single day, um And like prioritizing what actually has to get done in that week or something like for each, for each section of my life. So like work has its own section and I really do try to keep my work, uh, like my full-time job work in my work hours. So whether or not that's, I, I actually, um, for me have learned that extending my work full-time job hours has been very helpful. So um, I work best in the morning. So I actually go in an hour to an hour and a half early, er than I'm supposed to be there when I see my first client at nine, and that just gives me time to like wrap up things from the day before, or like get ahead on stuff, or just like be prepared so that then whenever I leave work, I can invest time in like the podcast or in my music. A lot of times I have to schedule like okay for me like my full-time job is like my work work music to me is more currently it's not like I'm not really rece- I'm receiving uh, some income but it's not like anything that I could just like it's not livable it's not income as a of livable right now, income because
1: like you can't do live shows right now and things exactly like that.
0: so there's not for me right now it's like a matter of just like getting material and content together um so I, ki- I kind of look at it as like a side hustle right now but I'm okay with scheduling that on my days off. And I think we've talked about this before in the podcast where like because we're involved in so many things, like scheduling it out is like – at least for me, that's like the only way I can figure out what's actually happening and like have yeah. some sort of balance. Because then once I have all of my work or side hustle or podcast things in place, then I can kind of see like, okay, I could get dinner with – uh or like grab dinner to go with my boyfriend on this night or – go to see my family on this night or spend time with Emily not doing the podcast on this day. So like yeah. for me it's like
1: really planning. That's the that biggest was thing. That was something that we ran into when we first started this podcast was that our we would hang me and Hannah hung out like always like once a week minimum at least. Mm-hmm. And it ended up like when we first started the podcast that like our once a week hangout was hanging out and doing the podcast. So we're trying to cram in that friendship time while also trying to cram in the podcast time and we would be like Trying to record like for a whole fucking day. We would and- be like exhausted by the end of the day you would come over like at 10 a.m and we'd be like okay it's 5 p.m now we should probably record this episode i'm like crap like
0: i got five other things to do so Mm -hmm.
1: yeah and it's yeah like try to fit in that and fit in photo shoots because there's so much that goes behind just recording an episode like you have to write out the episode plan it out schedule it out if there's guests book them um you gotta make content like on tiktok social media photographs things like that for your music you also have to do that too yeah it's a lot Mm mm-hmm for my film a lot of it like i'm not making any income from this film it's very blatantly obvious i wish i was um but it's something that will further my career to eventually make money um and with that like obviously working two other jobs as my day jobs uh until i was able to become a writer full-time and everything um I mean, before that, even when I was in college, like, it was exhausting trying to plan around classes and things like that because we started when I was still in school. But now as an adult, like, trying to manage, you know, okay, so I have these two day jobs and then I also have this hobby. It's not really a hobby. It's not a hobby. Like, filming is not a hobby. It is is a job for me that I just don't get paid for. (laughs) The podcast is a hobby, if anything, that... I also would love to eventually get paid for in a way. And um, I'm always just like, how can I monetize everything in my life? <laughs> um, that's my life money. <laughs> yes. Uh, I am broke. How can I make money? But for me, whenever I'm in a relationship and this is how I kind of think of it, because I always, I'm like, if I'm looking at my weekly schedule, because I don't have a planner right now, I need one Um, because I ideally love to have planners, um, but they just don't ever work out for me. Usually Um, I, usually can just look at my like Google calendar or like my phone calendar or whatever. And it suffices. Nevertheless though, I look at my calendar after I plan out like film stuff after like writing work podcast with Hannah. Like I would usually always reserve Friday nights, like for dates, like whenever I was in a relationship or anything like that right now I'm not in a relationship, but dating and it's not really easy To plan around that and everything because there's so much going on to the point where, like, okay, I had this random Wednesday night free texting that person, like, on that Wednesday, hey, you want to hang out? Like, Like, it's been going on. I'm free right now. It's low key. It's so, it's thankfully, it's early stages, but like, it's with the people that I've like you've seen, but like, it's just very low key that enough that I'm like, hey, you know, that I have a lot of shit going on. Like, could we just like chill, hang out kind of thing? So, I will try to always prioritize at least, like, one social interaction a week with either you, another friend, or um, a date or something like that. Because that is so vital to me that I have to incorporate that as well um, th- into I, my balance. I like that. Like, I feel like having a set day
0: of the week that you can look forward to and, like, have a break from everything that's considered work mm-hmm. is will just help maintain that, like – um not like not maintain it will help keep you from burning out like from your work because you have yeah. like that break that's always scheduled same time i really need to implement that i think that would be really really nice to yeah. have
1: for me it's always it's usually just Wednesdays and Fridays for sure because i know it's Fridays because it's the weekend and i have more time and everything just cuz like on weekends like i'm usually if i'm not doing a film or anything like that like i am usually working and could be working late hours um but fridays i don't work at any jobs that's the day i have off and, and i did that on a purpose because since i work two jobs one job would schedule me because they would think they would schedule me every day that they could i like got one job i work monday would say fr- i would work monday would say friday Other job I'd work Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, and so one job would schedule me every day. Say they would both schedule me every single day because they thought, oh well, she's not here. That's her day off. No, I'm at my other job. Um, so I was never getting a day off. Yeah, literally was never getting a day off. And so I like made it to where both jobs. I told them like Fridays I don't work because that is my weekend. Like that is my guaranteed day off, and that's the day that I usually record the podcast with Hannah. Yes, the day I kind of run errands. If I usually will set my like hair appointments and brow appointments right, and things like that to right. Fridays, yeah. um, because I know I have them free, or Wednesday afternoons because my one job I work at at Mondays and Wednesdays gets off. I get off very early for, um, and so I can have more flexibility with that. So I don't like I don't want to go I don't want to hang out and go on a date on a Monday. That's fucking boring. Um, <laughs> so True. Wednesday, yeah. Wednesday, it's something to we'll look forward to in the middle of the week. So Wednesday nights and then Fridays. I know I always have free. So. I always try and do that uh, just because it's something to look forward to. And it's something that I know I just have guaranteed time to like have me time, whether it's Mm -hmm. for myself or with somebody else. Yeah. Um, And I think too, like, like you doing that, like
0: making sure that you have a day to yourself to be able to do those things is really important, especially if you're working in like a bunch of different areas or like you have a full-time job and then a, like kind of side hustle or a creativity outlet or whatever like making sure you have a day where you don't really dabble in all of that all mm-hmm. day is i feel like will be at least for me would be like really really nice because then you can kind of separate that like work time from your like life like needing to run errands do appointments and all of that so yeah. i really like that tip that's a nice one
1: yeah and I think, you know, obviously I am fortunate enough to have that flexibility in what I do yeah. and everything like that. Um, and if you don't, like you're somebody who works like nine to fives, like, like Monday through Friday, Um does like a Sunday, like if you possibly can. Right, yeah. I know a lot of people who usually do that, they're, like Sunday's my laundry day, it's my day I run errands, things Sunday like that. Sunday is my, what, uh, there was
0: this YouTuber that I followed, uh, Kaylin Nich- Nicholson. Mm-hmm. She, it was, she would call it uh gist, get your shit together, and that was her Sunday, mm-hmm. a gist day. And I was like, I'm totally stealing that because that's like what I do on Sundays because yeah. I, I work nine to five. Um, I'm actually pretty uh, – what is the word I'm looking for? I'm pretty lucky. I work nine to five Monday through Thursday. Friday is our paperwork day. And then I have Saturday and Sunday off. So my schedule is a little bit more flexible on the weekend. However, if I don't do my paperwork on Friday, I'm doing it on Sunday because it's due at the end of the week. So yeah. <laughs> um, really, I think you just have to be on top of your schedule. Yeah. And like you said, like scheduling time for yourself and for yeah. other people or like other things outside of yeah. your hustles and your work.
1: It can be hard, especially, like, when you're like us and you're a multi-hyphenate. It's mm-hmm. my easy way of saying it because we do 5,000 fucking things. Um, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> why
0: are we so ambitious?
1: We're fire signs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we were talking about this. like, and, and, like, what you said is so valid, and I feel this on, like, a very spiritual level. That like, there's like a sense of pleasure in being stressed and overwhelmed. Like, yeah. if I'm if I'm like to that point, like I'm very stressed, but also I'm like, ooh, I'm doing something good. Like,
1: I am worthy because I'm so overwhelmed and so, stressed. If I, I mean, if you want to get dark really quickly, so like, okay, first off, like the thing when I've told Hannah about like the fact that she is somebody who likes to work till she has, she has to be exhausted by the end of the day. Um, th- we we want to do a whole episode on the human design body charts um it's really interesting but like i'm a a pure manifester she is a manifesting generator so like her type of people like the other kind of people who like they gotta work until like they're completely out of their energy um that's not what my people do we just speak what we want into existence and it happens um Which is why I need to get on your level. (laughs) (laughs) But like, this is what you're born to do. And it's like with your chakras and everything like that. Like, and it's affected like with your birth chart, blah, 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 blah. Um, we want to get more into it, but it's, it's super complicated and I don't know enough right now to like, it's just, it's just interesting
0: because I feel like that adds to the burnout is that I can like work myself to death and then I'll like burn out and for a couple days.
1: But like, if I can get dark really quickly, um, okay I realize I realized that one reason that I um because I love to do that I love I strive on I strive um on chaos like I'd love a crisis oh my god I you love, do really love
0: a crisis like I love you'll a pretend crisis. like you don't
1: but you really do oh God I love it because I can be the hero and save the day um I like being stressed and being overwhelmed with work because I therefore don't have to worry about my own problems and um look at my inner work and uh just worry about like little things like that and so I'm also codependent sometimes because I like to fix other people's problems so therefore I don't have to think about my own problems the more I work the more I'm focused on work the less I had to think about myself and my personal health and my personal mental health and things like that yeah it's fucked up <laughs> it sounds like you've made it to the
0: the acceptance step though
1: I'm a, I'm aware of it <laughs> aware, have awareness I step maybe <laughs> actually I haven't fucking done anything to help know. it though <laughs> But like yeah, I like being busy and I think that a lot of people um our age probably do as well too because hustle culture is so fucking toxic I think um that I've like told myself before I don't deserve a vacation. <laughs> like yeah, you say that and I'm like, I just took a whole week
0: off. Like, come on girl, like get it together.
1: I like part of it's down to money sometimes, but like because I just spent 700 fucking dollars on this film. <laughs> like I don't deserve a vacation. I need to earn that money back. <laughs> you will. Like, you will in time. But like, yeah, it, I think a lot of people our age are in that point where they get to the point where they just don't feel like they deserve a vacation. And it's that just that toxic, like, I need to constantly be working in order to feel like I deserve to live kind of thing. And yeah. if I'm not busy, if I'm not constantly working, I don't feel like I'm adding value to this world or my life. Um, I mean, there are days where I literally don't have anything to do sometimes. And you, like, you, create, you
0: create things to do. You're really yeah. bad to do that. You're like, oh, I should do this or, oh, I need to work on this. Or... I,
1: and maybe it's just because I have ADHD and everything. But like I just get ins- – I don't like being bored. I, I don't I, either. I have this... I had to be stimulated in I some way. I have this way. little
0: thought in my head when I let myself be bored or just like relax. That's like, oh, you could have done seven things during your three hours that you did nothing. And then I have all of yep. this regret and guilt. And I'm like, oh, I'm such a bad person because I didn't do these things. And now I'm going to have to do it tomorrow. And then I get like anxiety about yep. what I still have to do. And so it's just like this never ending cycle. But I think really like... I am such a planner person, and, like, planning things out has really helped my mind, like, be at ease and, like, not let myself get to a point where, like, I just completely fall apart because I've overworked myself, so.
1: Yeah. I think on, my like, my days off when I don't have anything to do, I'm like, well, at least I can go work out. There you go. And at least I can get some symbols of an accomplishment, um, and I really beat myself up with that um, when the pandemic started, too, like. Not being able to do anything, it's just like I feel like I'm wasting the day like um I'm but wasting away. literally there's a fucking crisis like there's a pandemic going on. um you're not sweetie, you're not, you're doing fine, <laughs> truth, so truth. yeah yeah, so it's just it's being more knowledgeable of that and keeping track of yeah, that and
0: and being like self aware too of like when yeah. when you feel like you've hit like that
1: too much, like I'm
0: doing too much,
1: yeah. Um, and I think a lot with creatives and I know this when, when I was in college as a writer, it's very easy to come across writer's block. Um, and it's when, and I know, I'm sure you've, you as a writer, writer, all of the time it's hard when you are creative and like your whole identity and career is based in the arts and you're trying to figure out how to create art and you can't create art. And how do you go about creating art and things like that? (laughs) Um, One thing I would always say, read the artist way. It's a great book. I think that will help a lot of people in order to get out of their head. Uh, Anybody who's an artist, no matter what medium or what you do, you should read it, but not being so hard on myself and what I define as, work like writing in a way um just because I didn't write a page like a a lot of people say that you should write like eight pages a day or you should write a page a day like you should write every single day and I I don't I'm sorry I don't agree with that mentality um because I can't like I I can't I try and literally nothing can come out um even like I I can't do a stream of consciousness like it just it just doesn't work for me and so for me, I think that like what counts as work is me. If I'm planning an episode or uh planning think just even thinking about a script and planning it out in my head before writing anything down, that is work. Brainstorming is work to me. Um, just because I don't have anything physical to show to you, i' still I count it as work because I mean like I have to do all that before I can even get anything down on the page, and. I think that some people, some people need to take that into consideration. Like if you're a creative and you're trying to figure out how to get past that burnout block, that is something to take in mind in um, redefining what you determine physical or mental work to be um, for your job. Yeah,
0: I think as a, specifically as a songwriter, for me, everyone that I've ever talked to that's like a very like solid songwriter, they say the same thing: like write every single day. Um, and I'm the same way. I I just can't. Like for me, I'm very similar to you in the like brainstorming prog- process or like planning or like a lot of times I will listen to music that inspires me and like listen to, you know, instruments that they have in there or like the story that they're telling or how they're telling the story or the mm-hmm. emotion that they're feeling and trying to figure out like, okay, well, how can I relay that into my um songwriting and then a lot of times i'll write like one-liners or like a word or a color or something Mm -hmm. that sparks my interest i like to read a lot of poetry um Mm -hmm. specifically i like the whiskey the whiskey words and shovel volume too i believe is the one that i have um it's just like a book of poetry and it's really motivating but i i'm not one that can write every day either because here's the thing like i don't want to sit there and write something dumb <laughs> and sometimes that happens and like you get the bad mm-hmm. shit out when you write every day but mm-hmm. like i'm not going to sit there and write a song about a face mask because i'm looking at a fa- you know what i mean like just to write yeah. something for the day like i want it to have like a purpose i like want to have
1: a vision or like an emotion that i'm trying to emote. I think and so go ahead go yeah ahead. and i think I, was, I would say like also like just adapting a more this is something I've heard, like, from my professor before, having more of a growth mindset than a fixed mindset um, when it comes to creating, that like, not thinking, like, oh, I can't do better than this, or, like, there's nothing... Like, I, just being so harsh on yourself about it, like, thinking, like, just today's not the day. Like, we're, we're, we'll are we get there. Like And yeah. just being more gentler with yourself, having that more of that growth mindset, um, I think, helps a lot. But I do the same thing, like, I will read a lot of poetry or, like, listen to music or anything like that. But I'm just this is why I do film and film is my medium. Like, I'm just such a visual person. Mm -hmm. I have to, I could play a whole fucking, I could play the entire fucking Parent Trap film in my head. Like, point blank, could play the whole film in my head. I know it like, forward, back, front, upside down. in my brain, she's on the mattress. Oh, I'm doing the the dance she does with Martin. <laughs> um, such a good, and tie dye girl, tie dye girl's there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> tie dye girl. <laughs> but uh, I'm such a visual person that I could play out a whole. I need to be able to play out the scene in my head before I even write it down, because then it makes writing so much easier. So, like, I, before I wrote this film, like, I was playing out the whole thing in my head before I started writing. Like, I thought about this film for a whole year before I wrote it. Um, And so, it's a pain in the ass when you're trying to direct. You think that'd be a lot easier to be able to describe to people what you have in mind. It's like, how... I, can I just take, like, my memories from my head and project them onto a screen for you to be able to see what I have? Because it's so hard to verbalize, but... Yeah, like I could play my entire, I, I, we haven't filmed a single fucking thing for my film. I could play the entire thing already in my head for you, how I want it shot, how I want to edit it, edited, everything.
0: That was like when I texted you, uh, one of the songs that I'm releasing within the next couple of months, like I have an entire idea in my head for a music video. Like I can see it happening. I can see like the different shots. I can see the outfits, but I don't know how to verbalize it. Like I literally don't. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why my brain, I don't know why we're like this.
1: It's a, it's a it's a blessing and a curse at the same time. Like, I
0: think it's just a curse. I think it's just a curse.
1: <laughs> well, if you're not a visual medium, then yeah, like if you as like an auditorial like, I feel like medium, I'm both.
0: I feel like I'm a little bit of both.
1: Well, like like mainly like you are like a audit- audio mm-hmm. per- medium person. Like you know, it's it's probably harder for you to be able to figure out the words to use to verbally express like your visuals that you have yeah yeah, yeah definitely whereas like for me like it, it's when my composer was like what score do you want and i was like something happy but also darkening at the same time that makes you regret life <laughs> yep mm-hmm. so like the soundtrack to 500 days of summer it builds your good talk yeah and so yeah I, I i think whenever whenever you're ever you're trying to work redefining what you just like think work is And being gentler on yourself with it as well, too. Because it's so easy when you're on your own boss to beat yourself up on what you define success as, I -hmm. think. And setting just little rules for yourself. Like if it's like, I'm going to stop working by 8 p.m., whether that's putting your phone away, not checking emails, um, no matter what it is. We've implemented that before on the podcast. But I think keeping that in mind and allowing yourself... Just to, to take time for yourself and relax, I think is a great way to have an equal balance um, that we yeah, have yeah and had.
0: it's so cliche but it's so true and I've had to remind myself this but you can't pour from an empty cup so if you, you
1: say this all the time
0: If you are drained, your work is going to reflect that. And I think it's, like, really important to remember that, like, you can only do so much. You are only one human being. So, like, yeah. if you're not taking care of yourself, like, you're also not going to be taking care of your work because you're not going to be able to give your 100% or 110 or however many percent you guys give to work. Um, that's to each their
1: own. Um, but if it's my one job. Uh, 10.
0: <laughs> yeah, it could it could range from, like, 5 to, like, 150. So you really just don't know.
1: If you're doing 150% of your job, don't. Yeah. You're not getting paid enough. Yeah. Done. I'll tell you yeah. that right now. You're not no. getting paid enough to be mm-hmm. doing 150% of your job. Mm-hmm. You're not. <laughs> no. Reminding your. I think it's also important to remind yourself you don't live to work. Um, you're You work to live and just – reminding yourself that this job is only for... Like, if you're working, like, a mundane job, like, it's only for you to be able to provide, like, for your bills and stuff like that. Like, it's not, like, your whole life. Um, I think artists and creatives and entrepreneurs, it's so easy for, like, your job consume your entire life. I always say that filmmaking's a lifestyle because of the hours it mainly is and how my brain fucking operates and then just, like, things of, oh... I'm in a relationship with somebody, but I got to go make out with somebody else <laughs> on screen, in front of a camera, um, reminding yourself that, like, it, yeah, it's a lifestyle, but it's not, like, your whole life. Um, it's a lifestyle in that, like, you're not traditional yeah, in that sense. They,
0: somebody, one of the actors, or one of the characters in Emily in Paris said that and, like, really harped on that, about how Americans, like, live to work and French people work to live. Oh, it's such and an American like, thing. That is the most, like, True thing I've ever heard. Because People in
1: fucking Spain aren't doing that shit. They fucking go home at two p.m. They every day and yes have a nap. In. They, they have yes a nap. In.
0: Like I, I wanna, want that. I want to be in a world where I can nap after lunch because that's when I'm like looking at my computer you think screen they, just sitting you think they're
1: doing that in tokyo no they have fucking martinis and face masks going on in, in the office like no america's the only place where literally your job it's all that you have it's that's your identity like people like, think about it when you ask somebody like what do you like when you meet somebody like you ask them what do you do that's when the first question you ask them is what they do
0: yeah you don't say on the weekends i hike like you the say first thing I'm, you a, was asking, like, I'm a speech language pathologist, and I'm also a musician. Like
1: when you're asked, like, okay, Dad, tell me who you are. Oh, I'm Emily. I'm a filmmaker. Like you, you identify so much with what you do, things like that. Like it's not really, really who weird. you are.
0: Like, yeah. why? Why are we the, Why are we that way? Well, I mean, am a filmmaker. Work, we work our entire life to get to a career.
1: Yeah. Wow. I mean, like bizarre. I'm a filmmaker, but like I don't feel like that's a good identification of who I am more than somebody who is a creative, like I'm just, I'm a creative person. Like I'm an artist. I enjoy things that are artistic, like in every avenue. And I have appreciation for it. I have appreciation for um, beauty in life. (laughs) I don't know. Like there's just, it's hard I think to think about because I haven't ever really thought about it um, because it's so quick for me to just identify as a filmmaker, a creative entrepreneur, things like that. Yeah, Um, Uh. ahead.
0: It's really, it's really odd. Like when, when they said that in the show, I was like, oh wow. I never really thought about it before, but I was like, that's so true. I think the worst thing for me is when I hit the wall of like, I can't do anything else. I can't, I can't come up with anything else. Like I'm stuck. Like, what do you do when that happens?
1: I am the world's worst procrastinator. Let me just go ahead and say that, um. And until i unless there is a deadline underneath my ass, um like you could tell me about a paper due in a month. I'll start it the night before um it's due. Hannah's having a full on panic attack on my, immune.
0: but she's not lying she does this i'll be like oh episodes up you can do the show notes and she's like 4 a.m before it goes up (laughs) at 5 a.m show notes are done and i'm like you are literally insane i told you
1: about that on friday it's monday (laughs) um so i used to be really good at like i used to be like i could only write at night um the mood's up i'm up when the um, owls are sleeping. Bitch, I can't fucking or, do that now. Yeah, when the owls are asleep, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the owls are nocturnal, so um, they're awake. Um, uh, yeah, I got really confused. <laughs> I was like, that doesn't sound right. Um, I can't do that anymore, though. No, I can't. I can't be staying up till two a.m. writing. Um, it was you feel fun, like you got lasted. hit by a bus when you do that. No, it's just I no. um am a bitch the next day. Okay. Okay. Like I am just irritable as shit. Hmm. Like I know I am just mean. I'm short tempered. Um, I don't like a lot of questions. Um, <laughs> I'm just irritable. And so I, I've gotten to the point where I can write during the day. Now I just had to be in a certain like area and like mindset and everything. But yeah, I mean, I, I think I would stop procrastinating. Um, if I failed. Um, the only reason I procrastinate is because the last time I procrastinated, I got away with it. Um, so therefore, uh, I can do it again. Uh, and I've said this before, I will stop procrastinating when I get punished for procrastinating. That's the only way I can stop it. Yeah. I know that's not healthy. I know that's toxic as fuck, but it's, and I've told this to my therapist and my therapist said, Hey, if it fucking works, it fucking works. You have ADHD. Like, I don't expect you to be a miracle child that can get things done in a week ahead of time. That's not going to happen for you. Um, and if, it, if you found the thing that works for you, if it it, it works. Like, I don't know what else to tell you. Like, it works. And so having the validity for my therapist definitely helped, for sure. But when I hit the wall and I'm just trying, like, it's down to the wire. And I still just can't think of anything because this has happened many times. And I am I turn to more art. I turn to music a lot of the time to boost my creativity. I will usually, whenever I'm writing something, I will make up certain playlist that, kind of goes along with the themes of what i'm writing um i'll read poetry i'll honestly i'll get outside of my house i was gonna the say best way i
0: either go outside and like go for a walk or go for a drive
1: that my seems favorite to thing, really spark energy my favorite thing was going to coffee shops and people watching that's what, that's what my i'm favorite saying. fucking thing it's that my is, favorite thing and i miss it that is like
0: a really huge thing that i missed that was like my friday ritual like i would go to a coffee shop and do paperwork and like also work on other like creative outlets because I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the hustle and bustle. I don't know if we just like lived in New York City.
1: We would be more creative. Like. That's what it is. Honestly. That's what it is. I just think we just need to move. at Do you fine. know how badly I just want to go on a trip to New York City and like just rent like a hotel room. I will literally just, go with you. Let's do it. Let's fucking do it. I'm actually here for this. Like. We'll, I just. We'll go stay. At it. Our, I just spent a $700 on a film. Who cares? We'll go stay at our favorite
0: place and it will be a blast. And Where's they have the, the best writing room. Yeah. We can get a drink too. Yeah. I'm here for it.
1: Gas guy trip. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you do when you hit a wall? I mean, I feel like it's different for everybody. I, what, how you get it started again. I, I honestly like, I just, I'm, I thoroughly miss going to coffee shops. There's just yeah. one particular one that I would go to that one of my dear friends, uh, he works at and it was always enjoyable to go, uh, and see other people who are creatives also working there. Um, and just yeah. listening to conversations and things Seeing like that. Seeing
0: other people who are creatives work is really, really helpful. Also, sometimes I just have to step away. Like, I think that sometimes yeah. that is, like, really helpful. It's just, like, taking a step back, going and doing something different, like, completely, like, off topic. And then, like, cu- like recircling back to it. I'll so tell you, um, one thing I won't do is work with you. We can't work together. No. It's no, really we sad can. because I wish we could.
1: No. We can we, work it, on, like, podcast things together. I, yeah, I can't, if actual work work I can't get, I had can't get anything done with anybody else around me. I have to. I have to know wrong. like I have to like not know
0: anyone. Yeah, like in, in the area around me because I'm. When I was I'm, in school. I talk. I'm a talker.
1: I would go to the library for hours to study when I was in school and I wouldn't get any studying done. I'd be there for like fucking like five hours, wouldn't get anything done because I'm having a conversation with somebody to the point where I would have to get a private room and then tape on like the room door. Like, do not interrupt me. I will sit there and talk to you if you do. And I need to get this paper done. (laughs) Mm, Yeah, it's... It's but hard. I love being surrounded. It's the thing. It's the dichotomy of I love being surrounded by people, but I can't know any of those people because they will distract me in conversation. Yep. Yep. It is. It That's, is it's, a battle. It's, it's alone in a crowded room. That's what I need. That's yes. what I need to be alone in a crowded room. So New York. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. So just like go to the Met and um, mm-hmm. just sit down the steps and like, right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Solid. Make sure to schedule free time with loved ones. Change your environment. Do something create another something else creative to spark your imagination, and take a nap.
0: That's probably the one I will never do. I can't nap. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I always love a good nap. A good nap it resets everything for me. So, I would definitely say trying to figure out ways to. Not just when you're thinking about work, don't only think about work. Think about how you can balance it out with your life. Think about the life first, I think, and fit life into your work schedule, not the other way around. Yes.
0: That's something my uh boss really harps on. She's like, you know, we have our lives and our family, they come first, work comes second. And I love yeah. that mindset. And I think that's really an important way to look at things. And I know that that's not always... The case for some, but it is really important to remember that, like, you yourself and your life are the biggest priority.
1: Mm-hmm. So, that job is not, and it, I say this, but I also understand how unhealthy this is. Um, I will always choose my career over a boy any day because uh, my career is not going to wake up the next day and tell me it doesn't love me anymore. Uh, but at the same time, your job can wake up the next day and fire you. I was going to say your job can always replace you. You're replaceable. Yes. Which is like
0: – so, but like don't put so, – what I what I mean by that is like don't put so much into it because yeah. if you leave the job, they're going to replace you the next day. So yeah. just always keep that in the back of your mind. As long, that, as, it,
1: as, long as it's your passion like – if. I guess like when I'm saying like I would choose a boy over my career I would you're, choose a boy Yeah, over you're talking filmmaking. more about filmmaking. Like, yeah. It's my a little actual bit different f- than nine, like to an actual nine to five job. Nine to five job? No. Fuck that. I'm choosing a boy over the that job that he did. What nine to five? <laughs> you want me to Sebastian wants me to go to Italy with him? Oh my god, I'm going. <laughs> oh, sorry guys, gotta go, bye. But gotta like chat. if I'm like but if I like book a movie deal with Leonardo DiCaprio and Sebastian wants me to go to Italy, I'm choosing Leonardo DiCaprio over Sebastian. And there you have it, ladies.
0: <laughs> choose <laughs> your career over the
1: men. Choose the men over the
0: nine to five. Thank you. Have a nice night. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. <laughs> but no, I think seriously, like survival tip, like why it's like having a work life balance is vital so you don't run into burnout because you have to remember that your life and your health come first before that paycheck does.
0: And so that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod.
1: Also, like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gals scout in our Facebook community.
0: You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com. Don't forget we have a Patreon, and then we'll link our personal social medias in the show notes. Also, please go and leave us a review and a rating on iTunes. It really does help us out, and we love to read them.
1: So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey.